0: Hey, everybody, welcome to Hammer Down. Uh, today, I am super excited to be joined by the one and only Mia Mazel from S-Works. Mia, how are you?
1: Doing great, Mike. How are you doing today?
0: I'm terrific. I'm so excited to have you join me. Mia, you have one of uh, a bit of a, a, a record in supply chain this year. I think you're the only person that's been to more trade shows than I have. Tell me a little bit about what you've been doing.
1: Wow. I'm honored. (laughs) I need a badge. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, I've just been racking up miles for every airline possible. If you ever need feedback on the best airlines, I got you. Um, But no, and and all reality jokes aside, um, it's been an incredible year. Definitely jam packed. Um, But these events for me have been an incredible opportunity to learn in a more authentic way. So not so much, you know, news being fed through me through a channel, but more of just building uh, conversations and you know, learning through those conversations. I think that there's power in talking to everybody and, and learning new things. So definitely taking advantage of all the people that go to these events um, and trying to meet new people every event, as along with also seeing old faces and, and strengthening those relationships that I already have.
0: All right. So, Mia, you're obviously doing trade shows on the biz dev side, trying to build up more relationships, trying to build up, you know, a a bigger clientele list on behalf of S-Works. Talk a little bit about what S-Works does. You know, what are the services you bring to the table?
1: Yeah. So S-Works is a nearshoring and staffing firm uh, based out of Colombia where we're hiring talent, bilingual talent, high performing. And they work in our offices in Colombia, but in remote for our companies in the U.S. and Canada um, specifically within the logistics, supply chain, transportation umbrella, alongside with technology. So we fulfill a variety of different roles across different departments um, within that niche, um, being not only just a provider of, of talents, but also a partner that can kind of help Consult you and guide you along the way with managing that performance, whether it's um, your marketing team or a sales BDR. It could be, you know, your back office tracking team and dispatching. It could be your integration specialists or your developers, really a little bit of everything. Um, But I myself do focus more on the business development and partnership um, aspects. So um, on the business development side, obviously bringing on new customers, uh, those that we can provide value to and on the partnership side, um, creating new relationships and and networks with organizations um, or other providers that have something that may also be valuable to our customers. um, So we can kind of, you know, fully encompass um, and be kind of like a one stop shop for those individuals that are looking to, you know, get some support in in building their company um, as they continue to expand.
0: Okay, so is there any function within a freight organization that S-Works can't help with?
1: Yeah, definitely. So anything that's um in person, uh, like a driver, I wish I could give you like a remote controlled driver from Columbia, but that that doesn't work that way. We're not there yet. Um, or like warehouse workers, you know, mechanics, anything that physically you need to have hands on, it's not going to be our expertise. Um, and something that we we could fulfill, um, at least differently in a way that's going to provide value to you that you're probably not already experiencing.
0: Okay. So how did you end up here? What Walk me through your career path. Walk me through the decision tree that had you walk into S-Works and say, yeah, this is it for me.
1: Yeah. It's a million dollar question. So never in a billion trillion years did I ever think you know, I would be in the place that I am now within sales, within nearshoring in logistics, none of those things. I kind of jumped into college and I was clueless. And so instead of going as undecided, I chose human services it's an umbrella for a bunch of different things but the main aspect being people right i really like people and i always knew that so being in that program kind of allowed me to have different experiences and learn more about myself but what i realized is i really like learning from people um, and specifically across cultures so as i was wrapping up my bachelor's i went into my master's and i was looking to move anywhere in the world really i was looking at spain france argentina anywhere that was outside of north america Um, And then I, through family, friends, had been around uh, one of the founders of from S-Works and had seen a little bit about his experience um, and his day to day in the transportation industry. And it was starting to catch my attention. Um, And simultaneously in uh, school or in college, I was studying uh, social entrepreneurship. So building a company, um, but not just entrepreneurship in the terms of building a business that's going to bring you money but a business that's actually going to have a positive social impact on others. So again, that human aspect. So when they came to me and, and they knew that I wanted to move and they kind of, you know, asked me this question, thinking that I'd probably, you know, close the door on them. But I'm, I'm very, I'm very much a curious person. So I said, you know, let, let's kind of explore and see what S-Works is. You know, what do you even want from me or expect from me? Um, and in that process, by the fourth week, I completely fell in love. I fell in love with the founders. I fell in love with their values. I fell in love with their, their goals and aspirations. Um, and I love, love, love learning. So being able to, you know, every day learn at least at the bare minimum, one new thing um, that, that to me was super invigorating. So I, by the end of the fourth week, I told them, yeah, like, let's just do it. Um, I was still finishing up my classes. So once I had finished completely, um, and I got my visa. I had never even visited Colombia. I knew just as much about Colombia as Narcos had showed me on Netflix. Um, but I, you know, kind of just took that start in the dark and and headed over and, and commenced on this absolutely brand new path and in this new continent. Um, and thank God it all worked out more than more than I could ever ask for.
0: Cool. So how
1: long have you been there? Yeah. So they called me right when the doors of S-Works opened up, um, like the LLC signing. So I've been with S-Works for coming up, or I guess I just hit two years this month. Yeah.
0: Very cool. In those two years, what would you say, in those two years, kind of working in supply chain, what would you say are kind of the most interesting things you've learned along the way?
1: Huh. Great question. There's so many things to learn. I think that this industry has a lot of niche terms that's super curious because there's obviously, you know, specific lingo for a lot of industries, but I think that there's like textbook lingo and then there's like actual lingo that's being used in the day to day. So that's something that's super curious. But also I think for me specifically was the kind of audience that exists. Um, I came from education where it's 99% 99% women, um, and a lot of them being younger. Versus now, I'm in an environment where it's mostly men um, of the older age, and so it's completely new terrain for me. Um, and so, learning, you know, how they like to be talked to, or what kinds of things they care about, um, those types of things has been a, a huge learning curve for me, for sure.
0: Okay, cool. What's uh, what's something you didn't expect to find in the supply chain world?
1: Ooh curious um so actually i've been seeing a lot of like new technology obviously we know all these buzzwords ai and edis and integration and yada yada but i really wasn't expecting it i think that like when i think of transportation and trucking i think very much old school like someone's you know driving that truck from point a to point b and there's really no thought into what else is required to make that happen. Um, So when I joined the industry and and going to these events specifically, you see a lot of vendors and a lot of them, you know, a lot of TMS systems um, or proprietary softwares or new kids on the block that are, you know, building new technologies that were slowly kind of streamlining and integrating into these processes. So that was something that curiously surprised me, maybe just because of my lack of knowledge. um, But it's also something that from what I've been hearing, is, is becoming more and more prevalent. Um, and as, you know, times go on, we're going to keep seeing it more and more. So I think I kind of joined right in that moment where technology is really kind of taking over and making a whole spin on the industry.
0: Love that answer. And it's funny, you know, as we're kind of talking about it, you've hit on both sides of, of, of the freight broker world, right? Like, so on one hand, it's all the relationships you can build. On the other hand, it's in, incorporating technology to make those relationships yeah. more easily. You know remove friction and and it's weird because sitting kind of in the broker world in that intermediary world i have high demands from shippers we need this we need x we need track and trace we need edi Mm -hmm. um and then on the trucker side there's not necessarily pushback but there's not always a an acceptance of sure we can do track and trace in order to make sure you're you're delivering what your customer needs you know it's a really that to me is one of the most interesting challenges and you can look at it. I, I like to tell truckers listen, I want to be your sales guy, your marketing guy, your billing guy, your technology guy. I want to make it so all you have to do is go drive. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's the S-Works on the, on the back end there that is making that all easier for me to promise, which is pretty awesome.
1: Oh, totally. And, and I think it's a balance, right? You know, just like the market is going up and down. I mean, if we're looking at, at brokers in specific, you know, you have the shippers and the carriers on one side and the other, and normally it's going to be opposite. So when one wants blue, the other one's black and vice versa. So being that middleman and being able to kind of mediate both sides and keep both sides happy is, is always going to be, you know, the million dollar question.
0: One of my favorite questions to ask guests is, you know, if you were to talk to a college junior who's thinking about potentially pursuing a career in supply chain what piece of advice would you give them
1: yeah i think that this is like really relevant to my life right now my brother is a college junior and we're kind of going through these steps with him and i it's when you're a kid you have this a ginormous pressure to make a choice and make the right one even though you do have the possibility to change later so i would encourage them to just kind of go for it like who cares if you don't know anything about it? Who cares if it doesn't turn out how you want it to? It might lead you to somewhere else. You know, if I had chosen maybe a different track, maybe I would never be here today. Or if I had some no to S works, because it just wasn't my fields, then I wouldn't be here either. But just be open to it. Now I don't even know if in a year I'll still be in this industry or in five years, or if maybe I'll be in a brand new industry. Who knows? But the options are, are endless, right? So I think that Kind of get out of that box or that conspiracy that you need to follow the steps of finish your bachelor's degree um, and work and find a career within that industry. I think that's kind of false and out of date now. Um, You're able to step off that track and I would encourage them to just explore as much as possible, do a bunch of clubs, do certificates, just pick up like a a class if you can, that's in a different industry to start learning and see if that's something you care about because you might surprise yourself. You know, no one is born and is like, I want to be a logistics industry leader. Like, no, that's not what you think about in kindergarten. But that doesn't mean that that doesn't exist. And it might not be something that catches your attention.
0: And what do you see as kind of the biggest challenges in your individual role?
1: Um, Ooh, great question. I think maybe something that is curious that I could kind of touch on is being with S-Works. You know, we're providing services for individuals that are in the transportation industry. but I myself am not in the day to day. Right. So kind of keeping that in mind that although uh, I'm looking for individuals who I can add value to um, from that angle, I myself don't think that I'm an expert. I think that I that I'm you know, doing the right things to get there someday. But even though if I'm not an expert, that doesn't mean that somebody on my team might not be. Um, or we have other key players that can definitely, you know, maybe answer your questions about how to price this load versus I might not be able to know that information. Um, So I think that that's something curious because we're seeing a lot of more vendors pop in the space, also a lot that are more in nearshoring and offshoring. So to keep that in mind, and, and when you're kind of going to these trade shows, you have people from all different backgrounds, um, and they might not know about, you know, your day-to-day 10-4 and, and what 10-4 means, but that doesn't mean they don't understand uh, your actual, your pain points, um, in which areas they might be able to be of value to you.
0: Um, so listen, you've done a bunch of shows, you've done a bunch of, uh, seen a bunch of stuff. I know this because I've seen you probably seven or eight times over the past 12 months, which is a lot crazy. Um, What would you say is kind of the coolest thing you've seen out there, or really like didn't know existed in supply chain world?
1: Ooh, ooh, that's a great question. Um, Coolest thing I've seen. I think that the coolest things I've seen might not be like actually educationally based. Like the puppies are really cool, you know what I mean? (laughs) Or at Fright Waves, they had like a paint by number um, that was being donated to a hospital, something along those lines. Something that I think that I could mention is very peculiar. I remember my very first ever event, which was Fright Waves last year in November. Um, And the first people I talked to, you know, low-key shout out to Tive. um, But Tive, you know, they have those little sensors. And when I saw that for the first time, like, this is the coolest thing. You know, I could have thought of that. Like, why hadn't I thought of that before? But after meeting them and, you know, listening more in the industry and starting to know what, what is out there, I thought Ty was like the only person that did that, you know? And then I realized there's a lot of other options out there and they all just do it maybe 1% different. Um, But that 1% different might work for, you know, this person, but then this other 1% might work better for this person. So just kind of being aware that there are a lot of options to the same solution. Um, So it might not be the solution itself that's relevant, if not the partner that's providing it. I think that's super crucial to keep in mind um, as people kind of navigate the trade show floors, um, especially when you're, you know, you're looking for something that pops out. It might really catch your attention in the first time, but it's because it's new to you. But that doesn't mean it's it's actually new in general. Um, so dividing that difference between what's new to you and what's new to the industry, um, I think, is, is maybe where where I kind of went wrong. You know, time really captured my attention, but it was brand new to me, not necessarily something that was, you know, brand new technology. Um, yeah that would be my response
0: Mia if people want to find you where, where should they look
1: yes, other than trade
0: shows <laughs>
1: <laughs> definitely anywhere across the world um, no so I'm on LinkedIn of course at Mia Mazal I'm now on FrightX uh, also at Mia Mazal um, and you can find SWorks also on LinkedIn or on our website at sworksgroup.com
0: Mia Mazal thank you so much for joining us on Hammer Down appreciate Thanks, you <laughs>